Praise the Lord, everybody. Every Friday, praise the Lord. This is Revy Ray Ray, Minister Hampton, back at you um, with another word. So I had recorded a word yesterday, and apparently um, it didn't save. So I thought I'd get back on here while everything was still fresh and doing again. Plus, God gave me some more um, insight into the series that I'm doing on faith. So this particular series is going to be about evidence of things not yet seen, or if I had a subtitle, it'd be evidence of faith. And so the last time I talked to you all, I think I did one on Courage Under Fire, in which I was talking about the movie starring like Denzel Washington in which he was investigating the death of a captain who died um, in war. And it was basically about how the enemy had them surrounded and the enemy was laughing and the enemy thought that they had him. Um, but they ended up getting out with minimal um, lives lost. And it's just like for us, the enemy seems to be closing in on each side. He seems to have um, some of you surrounded um, with just lots of stuff happening, uh, whether it's attacking your body, or it's attacking your mind, whether it's attacking your finances, attack on your job. Maybe it's a relationship, something with the family. Um, it could, you know, it could be finances, anything, but it's like it's all around. And I think I even um, use Job as an example um, when everything around him was just literally dying and he was just losing things. Um, so the evidence of things not yet seen, um, the evidence of faith, the original one that I recorded um, was talking about faith and basically just giving a foundation, laying a foundation for faith using Hebrews um, 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. And so we're just kind of going forward with that. And I had been in kind of a transition. And now that I have gotten into a place, thank you, Jesus, um, it's time to get back to it. So let me say a quick prayer and then we'll go ahead with this word. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you um, that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of not yet seen. And I thank you, God, for those things um, to come, uh, the things that you're doing, the things that you're going to do, God, in our lives, in this season, in Jesus's matchless name, I pray. Amen. So talking about faith. So yesterday when I did this, we were in Mark 4, verses 38, uh, down to the end of the chapter. I'm going to read those. And he was in the hinder part, hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly 
and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Amen. So um, this is a very familiar passage of Jesus asleep on the boat, a, a storm, a windstorm comes and, and uh, <clears throat> the water beat against the boat and uh, they went to Jesus and woke him up and say, hey, don't you care if we die? You know, it's a storm out here, you know, get up and do something. So Jesus got up and, and you know, he rebuked the, the wind and the storm and, every, and everything went um, back to normal. Everything was calm again. And he asked them, he said, why are you afraid? Don't you have any faith? So look, so it's just like for us. Um, and what I was just saying, just to reiterate, there's some storms, there's some winds blowing. And I had gave the example um, yesterday, I believe, about the wind. The wind, we can hear it, we can see it. Well, I mean, sorry, we can't see it, but we can feel it. Um, you can see like when it's blowing an object, and you can tell when the trees bend um, on a windy day. You know it's the wind, but you can't see it, but you know it's there. So it, it's, it's just like um, in this case and some of us um, in our lives right now, um, there's a storm, there's a wind that's blowing, um, and it's, it's messing with your faith a little bit. Um, but God wanted me to give this word to you, um, particularly referring to verse 40. He said unto them, why are you so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? So why are you afraid? Why are you afraid, brother? Why are you afraid, sister? Um, why are you letting this situation throw you off? Don't you have any faith? Don't you have any conviction? Don't you have any belief? Where is your faith? So, you know, let me put it this way. Um, because sometimes it could be something that we are doing or not doing that can um, hinder our faith. But I believe God wants to stretch us in this season so a lot of us aren't seeing things happening right away or we're not seeing them um, come to pass as quickly as we would like to, um, self-included. Um, but that just means um, that God is stretching you. He's stretching your faith. Now, when you were baby Christians, um, I know for a fact when I was a baby Christian, it seemed like my prayers got answered instantly. But as I mature and continue to mature and grow in Christ, some things take a little bit more time. But I am aware of that now. Um, so it's, it's easier to deal with in that respect. doesn't mean that it doesn't get trying. Um, it doesn't mean it doesn't really challenge me and my faith. But I know that God will do it because he did it before. So God, uh, I believe that this is a season that God is... Uh, stretching many of us. Um, I believe this is a season where he's been a little more quiet than usual. Um, haven't really been hearing a lot for God. Now, part of it for me personally, I can't really speak for everybody else, was that um, 
God had told me to start this series before I moved out of my last place. And I think I told you I did that one and then I didn't do anymore. So I was sitting here yesterday and just happened to open up my my word and I started hearing God and he started giving me this message. So um, I know I had ran across something that was talking about doing a new thing and that's fine. God will do a new thing. I believe he is doing that and uh, many of us. However, on, on another level, we can't get to the new thing because we haven't completed the old thing. So God gave us an instruction. He gave you a directive. He told you to do something. He told you to go somewhere. He told you to uh, bless somebody. Um, and until we go back and pick that back up and com complete that, the new thing um, will be delayed. So I'm trying to encourage somebody to go back and do whatever it is or whatever it was that God told you to do. And the new thing will come about. And that's why I'm back on here today, um, because basically, you know, sometimes in the midst of a, a storm or, you know, the winds blowing, the wind, um, you know, the hurdles, the trials, the tests that come in our lives, you know, sometimes you can get comfortable in those things. And uh, have you ever met people or have family that are just comfortable in their dysfunction or they're just dis they're just comfortable in their mess? And all this turmoil and stuff is going around on around them and going around on around them um, in their lives and, and sometimes in their homes. And they're just like, la, la, la. La la la, and they're not doing anything. Well, and that's where some of us are. God is allowing some wind to blow because everything is not the devil. God is allowing the wind to blow because He is trying to get us to get up out of our comfort zone and to get up some of us up out of our pity party and woe is me and get back up on the wall, get back up on. Uh, your platform, whatever that platform may be, um, and get back to work and, and exercise your faith. Um, faith it till you make it. And so Jesus was asleep on the boat. So look, so they had Jesus, right? As we do, we have Jesus. We got Jesus on board. He's with us. He's with you. He was with them. They had him in the flesh. And yet they were not able to take charge of the situation. So they had Jesus. You know, we have Jesus. We have faith. We have all that. But we don't know how to speak to that wind. And then sometimes the wind, when it's from God, you can do all the praying you want in the world. And sometimes it just seems like nothing will give or nothing will break. Well, that's kind of how you know it's God. That is something that God is doing and you just you're going to have to see God. You're going to have to have faith. You're going to have to believe and keep pressing forward. But. It's there's an evidence. Of things not yet seen, so there's proof evidence means proof, basically of things not yet seen. And it's like, okay, how can you have proof of things not yet seen? 
Well, again, I have to go back to my example of the wind because there's proof that there's wind, but nobody's ever seen it. But you know it exists. There's a substance to the things that you hope for. There's a substance. It means that it's like um, a matter. It's There's something to it. It's, it's not um, anything like fragile or anything um, flaky or anything. There's, there, it's a matter. There's something to it. So there's something to it, to your faith and, and the things that you hope for. And then there's an evidence of it. There's proof of it, even though it's not yet seen. And I think one of the scripture references that I had was First uh, Corinthians. I want to say First Corinthians two and nine, where it talks about um, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Well, I was reading an article about it, and it's basically saying that um, you have to trust God. It's dealing with faith. You have to trust God. And, and have faith that he's going to do it. Like nobody can see inside your heart and say, okay, um, there's their faith. Or nobody can see inside your mind and said, okay, there's where their, that's how their thought process processes are, you know, unless, you know, somebody's cutting you open. But I'm just saying, just from, uh, if I had somebody sitting across from me, um, I can't see inside their heart. I can't see uh, how they believe, right? However, it's based on, your faith is based on your confession, right? Because when you get saved, what do you say? I, I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Uh, come inside my heart, save me. You know, I'm a sinner. Um, but come into my heart and save me, Lord, that type of thing. You know, you, you make the confession, right, that you believe in Jesus and his words and his teaching. So in order to exemplify your faith, then there is a certain uh, worship that we have um, that I like to call our lifestyle. Our life should be worship unto God so that that means because of our confession and our confession of Jesus and our confession of our faith, then we exemplify that faith. We exemplify that faith by how we live. So as a believer, we're, we're not fornicators. Uh, we're not idolaters. Um, we're not cheaters. We're not liars. We're not covetous. We're not jealous. Um, we're not seeking um, to bring people down. We're not, you know, revengeful and spiteful. That is not um, exercising a faith in what the faith in God and Jesus that we say we have when we when we do do those things. So that's how we exemplify it. But we're we're faith in it. We're we're working out our our faith by living this lifestyle of worship towards our heavenly father without the evidence of the things that we are hoping for, the evidence um, 
of those things that we're believing God for, if that makes sense. Um, because, yeah, you can have a roof, you can have a house, you can have the car, but maybe there's some particular thing that you are believing God for um, that hasn't manifested yet. So that was like the best example that I can give it. We live our lives accordingly um, as believers while we're waiting for certain things to come to pass in our lives. And I'm not saying it always has to be material things. It could be spiritual. You could be waiting um, for um, for God to really uh, bring you into your ministry. Um, you could be waiting to travel for ministry. You can be waiting on God to, uh, you know, to grow your ministry and and growth of a ministry can be in a number of ways. There's many ways that ministry can grow and develop. You can be waiting on uh, God to bring people in your life to help you. So it's not all about material things. It's not all about stuff. It's not all about money. You know, sometimes the problem is we have faith in everything else but God. We got faith in our jobs. We got faith in uh, people. We got faith. We got more faith in a chair than we sit in our favorite chair and our chair hold, holding us up than we do in God. Or we have faith in our horoscopes like, um, okay, so um, I'm a, a Capricorn because uh, I was born in January and my horoscope said blase scoop, whatever today. And we believe that we have more faith in that than we have in God and the word of God. And we are quick to say, yeah, I'm a believer. I go to so-and-so-and-so's church or I'm a part of so-and-so's ministry. And we, you know, we talk, talk and everything. And yet we have no revelation uh, from the Holy Ghost about the word and those things that we are not supposed to um, delve into and be involved in because a lot of that stuff is witchcraft. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still learning about certain things to myself. Um, but I do know that uh, certain things like horoscopes, certain things like um, all this sage stuff that they're doing now, um, certain ways of manipulation in the spirit um, is witchcraft. Uh, you know, we'll believe in the the constellation. We'll believe in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and um, purple horseshoes, yellow moons, and blue stars, and we won't have any faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we confess, we confessed it. We confess Jesus. We confessed our faith in Him, but yet, where's your conviction? Where's your faith? And we think it's a game. I mean, I watch people all the time and they'll say it and and, and there's no conviction. There's none. And I, I find that interesting. But anyway, so basically you can't have a, you know, a whole lot of sin happening. God is trying to stretch, stretch your faith right now. Um, and the stretching is going to require growth, but you can't grow normally. I mean, you can grow abnormally, you know, you can be spiritually retarded, um, but God doesn't desire that for us. He wants us to grow and be mature believers because there is a work for us to do and he needs us. 
And too many of us are playing around and still not taking this stuff seriously. But we're at church every Sunday. Uh, we're at every prayer meeting. Uh, we've been going to the same church for 10, 20, 30 years. And there has been no growth. So God is stretching. He's stretching some things. He's He may even be releasing some things. You might start seeing some people fall off. You might start seeing some things um, in your life um, going away. Um, even, you know, even people. So we got to make sure that we're not um, hindering our own process because God is trying to stretch us in this season. Um, sometimes God will just test you. You know, if you look at him like your daddy, he he's he's testing you. He's testing you, okay? Because I, I know God had been quiet for me for quite some time, but when I made up my mind that I was going to go ahead and get back into this, um, he gave me the things that I needed to say, which is why I'm on here today. So one of the things I was talking about was exercising, um, exercising your faith. So, of course, the example I have is when you work out so when you oh, you decide okay i've gained too much weight got a little fat here got some fat there um you know i've got some medical issues some health issues happening because i'm overweight i eat fast food every day i eat out all the time i eat a lot of sugar um you know i'm a snack demon i eat late at night you know whatever it is and you decide okay uh, I'm going to go ahead and start going to the gym. And so you go to the gym and you begin your, your workout. You start uh, working out and exercising. And what happens um, as a result with consistency, you know, you start to build muscle. And things start to um, get leaner and slim down um, the more you are persistent and the more you are consistent with it. Now, what happens if you go and then you stop? Well, you'll start losing that muscle. So it's just like our faith. Our faith has to be worked. You have to work that thing. You um, have to exercise it. Um, it's not something that uh, that you just get and, oh, I've got it. So you have to believe, to believe takes action to work your faith takes action to build your faith takes action well how do i build my faith minister well for one you can build your faith by seeking god spending time with god in prayer spending time with god um, in worship um, singing praises unto his name listening to his word, reading his word, uh, connecting with other um, believers, um, doing what God has called you to do. All that will help build your faith. And then even when God is silent or there's a lot of turmoil in your life, 
continuing to do the right thing, continuing to pray, continuing to fast, continuing to do what's right and not giving up and, and not um, having a pity party. Those things help stretch your faith. And, and not getting all bent out of shape um, when when things happen, especially when they're things that have happened before. You can say, oh, okay, um, I've been here before and God has seen me through this. So all I got to do is get my attitude right, get my mind right, get my heart right with God and just keep going and let Jesus work this out. So we can't let what the enemy is saying, what the enemy is doing, um, deter us or um, knock us off our game. We have to keep going no matter what. I mean, if you read the Bible, uh, particularly the New Testament, um, book of Acts and those things, when the apostles went out and uh, when they traveled, you know, they were beaten. They were uh, jailed. And all kinds of things. Um, one who was that Stephen was killed uh, for his witness. Um, but did that stop them? No. They kept going. They even rejoiced. They praised God that they were beaten for his name's sake. So if they can do it, you know, why can't we? Look at Saul. He was a clergy killer. He he were he was going around killing uh, the men and women of God because he had a religious spirit and really really thought that he was right. And God turned him around. Now, can you imagine what people must have been thinking about him? Because you mean to tell me that this guy was just over here killing all these people a few minutes ago? And I'm supposed to follow and listen to him. And can you imagine how he felt when the veil was finally moved, the blinders were finally removed from his eyes and he realized what he had done and how he had taken lives. And yet he still pursued God. He still um, went and did the work. He still completed his ministry. And for, for us, the first time, the first little stumbling block, the first little thing that happens and we stop and we throw in the towel and we say, forget this. And we cry and we go through the whole thing. We have our little pity party and we invite others and to the pity party. And we just, we just stop. But you got examples right here um, where we say we believe and we see the struggle, we see the things that they went through, we see the opposition, we see them being surrounded by the enemy and yet they continued in Christ. I think that's even the start of one of the chapters in, in Acts. It says they continued. So we have to continue, we have to keep going. God knows what you're, what you're going through. He knows, he sees, he's aware. But you have to have faith and, and trust and believe that he is working it out. No matter how bad, no matter how horrible uh, the situation, no matter how bad people are talking about you, how bad people are treating you, um, 
it doesn't matter um, if you don't have a home. Um, it does not matter. Think of uh, what they did back then. They went from city to city, town to town, and they stayed with different people. What? How great is their faith to do that? They believed that they would find other people, believers, who would let them stay with them. I, I don't know if my faith is that strong enough to do that. And I think my faith is pretty good. But I don't know if I have faith to believe that I could just get up and go to another city without having something worked out, a hotel or something, and believe that God is going to provide somewhere for me to stay. And especially as particular as I am about, you know, being in other people's houses and not just staying anywhere. But they have this faith. So God is stretching you. He's stretching you out. He's stretching. You ever had a pair of uh, leather shoes and you had to stretch them? You had to put the shoe stretchers in there and you had to wear them a few times and get them loosened up so they would uh, fit comfortably and wouldn't hurt your feet. Well, um, God is doing that. So we cannot be sleep. We cannot be all uh, casual. Uh, we can't be overwhelmed by what's going on. Um, you still got to get up and go and still get up and do what God is calling you to do, what he's calling all of us to do. Um, like I said, I believe this is a season uh, where God has been a little quiet. However, um, you still got to do so. If you're not sure what to do, well, I don't know what to do, minister. You know, God ain't really told me to do. Keep doing what you were doing all along. And when it's time, God will give you the instruction. But don't let that ever stop you from doing what, what God has already told you. Okay, so sorry about that. I got cut off. But Basically, what I'm saying is, is make sure that you keep going. Make sure um, that you uh, get up and go regardless. Um, I don't care if it's uh, they're talking about you on the job. Still keep showing up. Still keep showing up. Remember, this is not about you. It is about our father. They think it's about you. But it's not about you. It's about our father and what God wants to show to those people on your job and how God wants to um, deliver those people and save those people um, who may not be saved, who may not know Jesus at all on your job. So don't be moved um, by what they say and what they do and if they don't like you. God has placed you there to be a light to them. I remember I did the um, episode on unseasoned saints and covered candles. You are to be that candle. You are to be that seasoning, that flavor that's missing in their lives. So God is using you and they think it's about you. So yes, they come against you, but it's really they're coming against the spirit of God that's operating on the inside of you. But keep going, keep showing up. You don't, you never know who you're blessing. You, you never know. You never know. Because sometimes people won't tell you. Sometimes they're afraid to say. They're afraid um, of what others might think. So they go with the crowd. Keep showing up, whatever it is. 
um, no matter how hard it is. Keep showing up. Keep doing it. Keep going. Keep seeking God. Keep praying. Keep fasting. Just keep going. Don't ever, ever, ever give up on God because he doesn't give up on us. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and say a quick prayer to close us out. And then um, um, before I was giving myself like a a week, um, like, okay, I'll see you guys next week. Um, but I am not going to do that. I don't want to put God in a box. So if he gives me something uh, tomorrow or over the next couple of days, um, I will be back on here to release it. Now, this again, this is a series on faith. And um, we'll continue until God says move on to the next. So, Father God, I thank you, God, for this time to be in uh, in your word, discussing your word, God, growing and learning more about you, God. I pray, God, that everyone under the sound of my voice, God, that they receive the word, God, um, that the word will change them, that the word will grow them, God, that the word might stretch their faith, God. God, I pray that the word spoke directly to their right now situations, God. And that they have the answer that they needed, God. They have the strength that they needed to keep going, to keep showing up. And it's in your precious son, Jesus' name. I thank you and I praise you. Amen.